Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, or should I say good day, good day, good day, because of your time zone. I don't know what time zone you're in, but today we'll cover it all. Welcome to another Saturday edition of Chatting with Dr. Leonard Richardson. The doctor is in today. Whoopee, we'll have a chance to chat with him. But today we have a topic of two interesting elders, or should I say ancestors, because they've already passed on. I'm talking about Mr. Amadeo Estrell, people may recognize that name, and Mr. Kennedy, or should I say Canada, Canada Lee. Now, he's not from the Virgin Islands, but his father was, so by way of extension, we will have him on the show today. The doctor is in. Let's go over and say hello to doctor. Good day, Dr. Richardson. How goes it? Well, I should say good day. Good morning, good afternoon, but I'm going to suffice it by saying, yes, I am in. The doctor is in, and one does not need an appointment except to tune in and call in, if necessary, because it is an interactive program. So I say, linguistically speaking, guten tag, for those who speak in Deutsch, or if you parle français, I say, bonjour. Yes, and if you hablar español, I say buenas tardes or buenos días. Yes, and for those, yes, I'm coming. (laughs) And for those for who speak well the Dutch Creole, I would say to those, hebemenolo, and I would say that to that you can respond to any of those if you wish, or we can go with English. Good day. Brother Etienne, thank you so very much. You're welcome. It was a pleasure, and uh, we look forward to today's presentation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let me give you my two cents of a good day. My Dutch real good day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I lost it. Oh, God. Good No, 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 good no, no. I have something else. Oh, no, I got God. it. I got it. My my okay. Dutch real for today, I've already said pistaco. <laughs> pistaco. Pistaco? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being I'm being ridiculous. Yes, what a presentation in sure. all languages, and the Dutch are, only can say pistaco, pistaco. Ah yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. After which okay. the theater is named. Yes, the exactly. theater is named exactly. after that pistaco yes, exactly. theater. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Anyhow, folks, yes, we open ahead. up the show with some humor, some comedy, some ridiculousness, some pistaco in the Creole, but nevertheless. We have interesting show for us today. Yes. Earlier this week, I was doing another show, and we had the good pleasure of meeting, without even knowing it until after the show, of chatting with the grandson of Mr. Estro. Now, Dr. Richardson, I know you know Mr. Estro, like you know most people. And Mr. Estro was very friendly, very humorous at times. And mm-hmm. I did know him, and I was so impressed. I said, you're the grandson? I didn't know that. And I did a little research, and oh, wow, we're going to talk a little bit of what little information I had available to talk about. But that's one of the topics. And the other topic is Mr. Kennedy. I keep saying Kennedy. It's Canada Lee. Now, Canada is not his original name, but we'll get into that in a few minutes. Hopefully, we'll be getting a call in by the grandson if his work schedule permits. So, we'll be standing by for that. But, Dr. Richardson, anything you want to go ahead and uh, mention? Well, there are several things. Uh, Presently, we're having on today, as we speak, the world class classification fight of two persons. 
one who is making his debut and will be going into the sport of being a prologist, a boxer, like those who have gone before him, Emil Griffith, yes. for example, and Sugar Ray and the rest of them, but Julian Jackson's crew and his uh, business that he has with the boxing will be making a debut at the Mark Marine wow. Center wow. for the boxing, so that's good. The other thing is when we stop and we look at all that has gone on, Tortola is still recovering from oh the correctional rains that they wow. have had. And it surprised the number of persons that yes. Tortola has so much pain. But then the thing about it is when one looks at the topography, you know, Tortola has the highest peak High of all the Virgin Islands. This wow. is the British Virgin Islands as well as the American Virgin Islands. When you look at places like Humptum's Gut, and we talk about elevations that surpass yeah. Crown Mountain. And Crown is our highest peak here in St. Thomas. And mm-hmm. the convergence and confluence of the water stream that came down devastated. They had over 17 inches of rain wow. within seven hours. That's wow. torrential showers. Yes. So we're still urging persons who can to be of assistance to our sister island. Remember, we are joined by waters, yes. not separated by no. them. Yeah. So those amazing. two items, yeah, those two items are the two things that I would focus on in terms of one hand washing the other. And yeah. no man is an island. We're all interrelated and subsequently interdependent. Yes. And my heart, mind, and spirit all those things go out to the people of Barcelona, as we would say in Spanish. Oh, yes, yes, Barcelona, yes. de España, and España. also, yeah, Spain, Barcelona, uh, would be what's going on. And so I just hope and pray that the Crazy Lord, people in this whatever world. God, people can yes, yeah. bring more relief to this world. Because oh, my goodness. It's very devastating, yeah. Anyway, yeah. And particularly since we have a very close kinship to the people of Spanish-speaking areas being here in the sure. Caribbean. Yes. You know, Puerto Rico, por ejemplo, for example, uh, as we would say, or Los Centos de la República Dominicana, the people of the Dominican Republic, and uh, we are all interrelated, so our prayers go out to them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, my okay. goodness. What what a crazy world we're in, huh? Gee whiz. And and the problem is on Monday the solar eclipse. My solar people, eclipse. Yes. I urge you strongly, please do not look at it. If you can get to the Edelman Center at the University yes. of the Virgin Islands, you can look at it via screen. And the reason I'm saying that is the University of the Virgin Islands is the only place in the Caribbean yes. where you can look at the solar eclipse in safety. We have been designated as one of the areas through the whole business of uh, looking at what's happening and also NASA, National Aeronautic Space Administration, Mm -hmm. and the ability to deal with that. So if you can, come to the Virgin Islands, that is the University of the Virgin Islands, or if you can't, please do not look. I I don't really want to say what I'm about to say, but I shall say because it concerns us all. Please do not put on those cheap shades and yes. think that you can look yes. up and do it. No. I urge you, my brothers and sisters, you burn your eyes. youth that are yes. coming. Yes, and you. And yes. The, but the problem is, you would not know that your eyes are being damaged because it is painless. That yes. part of the eye does not feel pain, but the damage is done, and it's irreversible, mm. irreversible. and irreparable. So yeah. please, my brothers and sisters, do not do that. Yeah. So those are the highlights. Wow. There was an article about the gentleman who had that happen to him years ago, and uh-huh. I didn't have a chance to read it, but it's on the Internet. So we encourage our listening audience to go online and look for that gentleman's name. That's I don't correct. remember his name, but you can search for solar eclipse and damage uh-huh. from solar eclipse. I'm sure you'll be able to pick it up. Wow, wow, and wow, wow. Be mindful that the time span would be from anywhere, like from one here in the Virgin Islands in the Caribbean area, from one until about four. Oh. I mean, it will not be 
the intensity will not be the same as it moves, but from, it starts about one, and it will come to a completion on about four hours, so maybe about four o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock. So please, if you can, my sister and I, we plan to just stay indoors. Yes. Don't need because it's four hundred yeah. years, and no matter how hard you try, none of us, no matter yes. who we think we are, will be around for another hundred. We'll be around. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ninety-nine. So we don't even yeah. have to worry about that. Quick question. Okay. Did they That's propose true. not propose, did they suggest how dark the uh, the daylight will be? Yes. If you consider for example the sun, the size and the moon, the size of yeah. the earth, you yeah. will lose a lot of sun. It will be throw you almost not quite into midnight, but just okay. about a little before that. But for us that's dark anyway because we so in the area. 80%, 90% of the... 90, 90. Like, wow, 90. that's good. Wow, some people are going to get scared. Yeah, that brings with it other social problems. Yeah, I was saying that brings with it other social problems, such yes. as crime, yes. you know, and yes. and oh, wrong gosh. actions. 90% wow. is high. It's almost 100%. Let's hope Wapa doesn't go off during that time. Mm-hmm. Well, Can you imagine? well, even if not during that time, goes off at some time prior to because you know you have to yeah. look at the grid and yes. see what reactions are going to be. Yes. So a lot of yes. those that we go yes. through it safely. Or okay, well, that's good. let's say a prayer on that. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Our audience, say your prayers on that, please. Keep it safe, yes. keep it healthy, and you stay safe too, audience. Okay, yes, of course. Let's move on to our first guest we're going to talk about, well, should I say guest? Yes. But the ancestor we want to talk about, Mr. Estro. Doc, okay. you want to go ahead with it first, or should I go? You can go, and or it doesn't matter, really. Okay. Which is your preference? Well, let me get my little two cents in, and you'll have the 98%, and I'll have my two cents, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you are so generous. <laughs> Mommy, my mommy says share and share alike. So I'm sharing my. Uh, yes, of, yes, of course. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Okay, all right, Mr. Estrell. Now I only knew him, Mr. Estrell, when we were a kid growing up, and since you and I are about the same age, I know, uh, I'm sure your experience is quite similar to what I went through. Uh-huh. But he knew you, Estrell. you know, and he knew your yes. mom. Oh yeah. And Mrs. Yes. Lindo too. And Mrs. Lindo too. He did work yes. for them. Yes, okay. he did. He used to come up to the house and paint. Yes. But Mr. Right. Estro would store. always walk. Sorry? I said, and the store. And the store, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Mr. Estro was up and down Main Street. Every time you walk Main Street, you'll bump into Mr. Estro. And he was the friendliest guy you'll ever see. Not only to me, but he would stop along the way to people, and he knew what was going on. That's the thing about it. But the interesting part, I thought if he was the most... Impol- not impolite, that's not the correct word, uh, vulgar person, because out of his mouth come all these cuss words. But the thing is, now that I'm an adult, I understand what he was doing. He wasn't cussing people. He was using the language as part of his, I'm going to call it a disorder. I don't have any medical evidence to say this is true, but here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Mr. Ezra probably was experiencing <clears throat> what today we call tarot syndrome. That's a neurological mm-hmm. disorder where the body, the mind doesn't match properly and there's this urge to blink eyes a lot and make gestures and <clears throat> clear the throat a lot or make sounds. And of course, the curse words come out. They're never done in anger or in violence, but they always come out. And now that I could think back on Mr. Astro, I saw that a lot because remember, he used to blink his eyes a lot. And I thought he was just cracking jokes and laughing himself, but he disguised his disorder. And I, I, I may be wrong, and please, family, I'm not here to, to make any clinical diagnosis, but I'm just trying to understand and help our audience understand why Mr. Estro functioned the way he did. But all in all, he was the friendliest person on the streets of St. Thomas, at least Charlotte Amali. He was a gentleman very much like you, Dr. Richardson. He knew people, he liked people, and he could tell you who was related to whom. So yes. that's my two cents for right now. 
You go, and something else comes up, I'll pop in. Very well. Thank you so very much for that precursor. You are absolutely okay. correct. Mr. Amadio Estril liked the name Amadeus Mozart, yes, which Amadeus. is Latin, Italian. Yes. Uh, Mr. Amadeo Estril was a painter extraordinaire by trade mm. and profession, but he also had some other very good traits. He was oh. a culinary artist. Unknown to many people. Yes. Unknown to me? (laughs) Okay, now you know. I could have gotten some meal from him. (laughs) Yes, yes, now you know. Exactly. He and his wife made some pâtés that were exquisite. Both the saltfish pâté and the beef pâté. Wow. And tarts and cakes and pies. As a matter of fact, he would paint whatever he had to paint during the weekdays for the most part. And on Saturdays, you could rely upon Mr. Amadio, or people say Amadio, Estrell, come walking down or up the street, depending upon your direction of travel, with a basket over his arm. In the basket, well laid, was a linen cloth. And on top of that would be whatever the provisions were in terms of the niceties. And over those, he had what we call a doily, D-O-I-L-Y, that kept supplies or whatever from, you know, coming around because those things smell good and every mouth must be fed. But he did that. And he would walk and talk. And he knew everyone. You're right, yes. pretty much as yes. I do, particularly from the Savan area. Yes. And he would walk from the Savan area coming up the main street all Good. the way up to the park. There yes. what we call now the Veterans Park, Rose you know, Roosevelt oh, yeah. Park. Yeah, Roosevelt and Park. he would make that turn and of course into Savan also, up Down into the, the hills. And the other areas. The reason I'm saying that is when we stop and think about the geophysical area he covered, he covered just about everywhere from the cemetery east to what we would call the head of the paved street or Norigata. And he did that on foot. But while he was doing that, he would stop and chat with people. But as you pointed out, and correctly so, he had, and now I put on my linguistics hat, he had called a neurological dysfunctionalism. Now, I'm not uh, making a clinical diagnosis either, but I yes. know what it is. He yes. had and suffered from Tourette syndrome. Wow. And Tourette syndrome is what people say, like stammer yes. stutter. Yes. He had yes. the word, and he knew yes. what he wanted to say. But the neurological yes. impairment was there. Yes. That's right. Impaired him from yeah. saying what he wanted to say, yeah. and subsequently he would flash his eyes, and that was to take away yeah. the stress yeah. of the yes. neurological dysfunction until he could pronounce the word. But now, you know, as far had, as... Well, excuse me. But he handled it well, and he disguised it very, very well. I never knew that he had a disorder as a kid. I didn't know he was, as we used to say, crazy or jumbi or something like that, because, you know, as children, we would be quick to tease somebody who was not normal, quote-unquote. Yes. But Mr. Yes. Mr. Astro handled it so well. I didn't know. Yeah. And the other point I want to add, too, is now that you mentioned about the basket over his arm, that's what I remember now. That's why he was always stopping to people, not because he was friendly alone, but because he was selling something, too. That's, of that's, course, that's he, was yes. he was a salesman. Yes, yes. Which was a popular trade in those yes. days to go from house to house or business yes. to business and whatever person and person. sell yes. your wares. Yes, and exactly. as you will recall... One of the things he would do, he would stand and turn around to see who was looking. And the turning around to see who was looking was not so much to see who was looking, but it was a relief of the pressure, the neurological uh, pressure. Yeah. Because, as we know, when you're going yeah. to say anything, the mind or the brain has yes. to be set in motion before yes. anything takes place. So yes. the brain told the mouth or the tongue to say so-and-so. But the tongue didn't get it out fast enough. Fast enough and yes. so the repetition of the sound yes. or the utterance created yes. the Tourette syndrome, as people would call it, stammering or stuttering. Yeah. And the clicking yeah. of the teeth. 
Now, as far as the word itself, whatever the word was, he had the proclivity for saying words. And I'm going to give the acronym so the person would know. The acronym was the word that is commonly used, and it can be used as a noun, as a verb, as an adjective, as a gerund, and it is the word that starts with the letter F, and it means found having undue carnal knowledge. Now, you can fill that in. Therefore, leave it to the doc. Pardon me? I said, leave it to the doc. Oh, yes. That's why I said, I'll put on my linguistic hat now. And he would be able to tell you. And a lot of people found great mirth and amusement in it because many of the words that he would use, they would want to use themselves. But their pride, pseudo pride or real, kept them from saying it. So he would say it for them. And they would laugh and have a great time. So it was a stress buster. Yes, exactly. Now, as far as the painting was concerned, he could paint and paint and paint and never complain about the task. He never worked with anyone. He worked solo by himself. A solo artist. Without but a truck. With not only not only without a truck, but without any carrying of the paint or whatever. He would say to you, you need so-and-so, and I'm coming so-and-so, so you have to get it, have it at the location, <laughs> and he would be there. In addition to that, yes. he never used a drop cloth. So wow. people say, well, if you're going to paint, you don't have a drop cloth, you're going to mess up the floor, you're going to mess up the furniture. No worry, not a care, not a worry. Not a, not a never drop. drop. Not a drop. Never drop his spot. Yes, yeah. I'm coming to that. Now okay. the clothing which he wore were fine clothing. Now they were not silk and linen, but they were fine cotton. And he never got anything on his hand, on his head, on his yeah. clothing. You'd never yeah. know at the end of yeah. the day that he had painted a whole room or the side wow. of a building or a wall. And even yeah. when he worked on a ladder, he never yeah. even bothered to have any braces on the ladder. He just went up the ladder with a bucket yeah. in his hand, and in, he didn't use so much the, the trays, but he used the bucket and he, with his rollers and brushes. But he was so good that even if you couldn't stand the cuss words, as people would call them, <laughs> for his work, his craft, you would yes. put up with the cuss words to get the work yes. done. And all you did was you either excuse yourself from where he was because you didn't like yes. people around him, and yeah. you would go somewhere else and the work would be done. Yes. His wife was also a fine culinary artist. She Ooh, would bake wow. and prepare those stuff, and then he would be the one that would supply the labor for delivery and selling. And believe it or not, he would walk without a complaint in sun or in rain, yeah. and he did very well. And people look forward, particularly on a day like today, Saturday, and he yes. would deliver, and he would do well. And if you didn't have the money right then and there, he would say something, well, how do you expect to get the stuff if you don't have the money? You know, people have to eat. <laughs> but, of course, I, I have deleted I have deleted yes. the expertise which come in between there, and there were not just one. There was not just one, but there were several of them in rhythmic cadence. You know. like a, like but, of course, he meant nothing. And yes. he would say to you, well, give it to me next week. I'm coming back yes. next week. And, of yes. course, next week when he came back, you would have it for him, yes. and you would yes. buy something else. So it yes. worked well. He also yes. had two children whom I know. The one mm. whose name is Roy. Roy now has relocated to the island of St. Croix, I.I., the big island. And he Uh lives over there, and I think one of his sons. And his daughter was a nurse. She was a nurse at the Newt Hanson Memorial Hospital, and Mm -hmm. she has retired now. So I'm saying that to say that from the Savannah area, up by a place that was called, when you go up the hill by the lodge, you made a slight left, and it's called the area of 
going into St. Joseph Mary and Joseph Lodges, go straight up oh, yeah. the street, right, right, right next where to the Otley, yes. yeah. yeah, reside, and yes. right next to that area there. So that's where. But he would walk every yeah. day. He never yes. took a ride, as far as I could see. Never, he never saw him drive riding. Right, yes. that's right. He walked, so yes. he was well exercised. Oh yeah. Got his musculature all together. Oh yeah. But uh, he had a slight hump, almost like yes, a I noticed that too. Yeah. In the back. See? Yeah. And those yeah. several people who are had Tourette syndrome they didn't call it that at the time. It does uh, days, yeah. Yes, in those days. And, wow. But other than that he was very, very fine. He was a jolly old guy. And his yes. son Roy his yes. son Roy has a marvelous voice as a wow. bassist. A basabufundo mm. could sing mm. those bass lines much wow. like any other bass that we would know, particularly Mr. Eduardo Hill. I mean, mm-hmm. Roy Estrell was his name, could sing those lines very fine. He was a member of the Caribbean Chorale and uh-huh. uh, several choral groups around. Mr. Liston Monsanto would know him well. But anyway, yes. Mr. Amadio Estrell uh, was uh. the first. Yeah. And his wife's name? What's the wife's name again, please? His what? His wife's name? The name of his wife? I am not sure of that. I, saw I the, want to Okay. I huh? saw the word Maria somewhere. I was wondering if that's the same Maria. Uh, I saw Maria, Maria DeGraff. Is that uh, Dwayne DeGraff's sister? Why, um, I don't know. Is that family? Maria DeGraff. Yes, they are, of course. The Estrel oh. Castillo DeGraff family, yes. And yeah. also, do you know a gentleman who was very, and still is to some extent, uh, active in the political scene? Uh, he, Clendenin, do you know the name Clendenin? They call him oh, Clendenin. Beef, 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 yes, I know of, yeah, I know him. I, I, I'm not too active with him, but I know him, yes. Beef. Yeah, well, okay. Related, all of them live up in that area, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the talker, yes. Yeah, the talker, so yes. The, the Clendenin Estrell Castillo families, yes. they're yes. all related up in that area. Amazing, amazing. Well, I'll the tell Graf. you what. The Graf also. Wow. The name the Graf? Yes. Maria the Graf? Yes, yes. What about it? They're all related. That's the family. Okay. So that's, that's uh, is that the and wife you know, of Dwayne? Dwayne DeGraff, now Senator DeGraff? Yes. That's his uncle. Oh. That is. Oh, Estrell there's is Senator connection. Dwayne DeGraff's yes. uncle. Yes, 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 yes. Didn't realize that. I saw that name, Sabanero. Maria DeGraff. Yeah, I was trying to yes. get it together. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you something right now. Tell the audience something, too. On Facebook, there's a comment made to the promo I, I posted. There are three people who made some comments. One was uh, Ron Morissette. The other one was uh-huh. Arnold Van Bieberhout. And then there's yes. a Ken Cat. And, and then the fourth one, Charles A. White Jr. And he left a comment here. He said, yes. Charles White? Yeah, Charles yes. White Jr. Uh-huh. Yes. I know him. Here's his comment. He said, yes, yes. very good man indeed. I also remember the good, bad, the good, bad words. <laughs> there were good, bad words now. Not bad, bad words. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> good. Uh, I also remember the good, bad words was the uncle of my, of my very good friend, Alfonso Estrell. Ah. And true Salvanero uh-huh. to the bones. So, Mr. Well, actually, well, yeah. actually, the name Estrell is replete in Savan. There were several yes. of them. Really? Uh, Alfonso Estrell, Kenneth Estrell, and uh, even now, Pedrito Estrell, who is a teacher. I think he has retired teacher. But the whole family came from up in that little cranny, that nook in Savan. So, in fact, when we stop and think about it, even the mechanics, the painters, the plumbers, because they were well entrenched in the arts or in the craft. Yes. Uh, so, yes, he's right. He's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. 
Well, well, well. This all came but you out know, of... I'll, point, I'll point out something. If you listen to contemporary jargon today, the, mm-hmm. the lingua franca of the island is, in fact, mm-hmm. that very expression that Mr. Amadio Estrell used, the so-called good-bad words. You can yes. hardly walk the street now and not hear a sentence with at least five to ten Oh yeah. So called good bad words in it. So no, they're not good at all. The lingua franca. They're not good at all. Well <laughs> but you understand exactly what they mean. I know what because saying, if you, exactly if you, if you do not, then you yes. will get some others. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. Well, well, I'm so glad that I bumped into Mr Estro's grandson that uh lit the candle in my brain about Mr. Estro because I've often wondered about him. When I moved off to college and then came back home, I saw him and went into the Air Force, and I lost track of Mr. Estro because he was a faithful worker here at the house or at the store. And when he wasn't working, he would be selling, like you said. And when he wasn't oh. selling, he was visiting, and he would be chatting up a storm, and you could not help but <laughs> know he was well, in the house the, because he was laughing, things, yes. and his voice was going, and his characterization, his expletives were going, too. Well, one of the things is that he never kept still. That's right. He would do a lot of moving about. Even if working in your house, he would go from one room to another. Wherever he would find an audience, he would perch himself and deliver his well-chosen expletives and then move on and come (laughs) back and say, well, you know about so-and-so. The story is told that he was painting up at government house uh-huh. One day, and the governor's wife <laughs> said something to him, uh-huh. and he released a barrage <laughs> of well-chosen words, and she, she went in when she probably could not take the onslaught she ran to her husband and told her husband, fire him, that man... <laughs> Is speaking nothing but profane words. He's full of profanity. So the governor turned to her and said, Why did you go in and disturb him? He had a right, and he came in, that is Mr. Esther, and released some more. And she couldn't stand it, so she had to run away <laughs> from their presence. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Mr. Esterly, I really do miss him, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was a funny guy. You talk about local local color, local folklore. He would yes. be among the top of the list, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. Because I do recall, I don't remember the details, but I do recall always standing there and watching him and listening to him because it was like having, remember how WST used to have the children's story time? Well, it was like yeah. having that five days a week whenever I saw Mr. Esterly. He always had a story to tell us. Whether it was true well, or not, we believed it. it. You're right, because it's like when Mrs. Nellie Greer used yes. to do the children's story oh, hour yes. on Saturday yes. from mm-hmm. like 10 to 11 or 11 to 12, yeah. But he it's was true. live, in uh, yes. color, and animated. direct. Up, animated. up close and personal. And, personal. <laughs> oh, and he didn't miss, he didn't miss utter what he said, and he understood it no. all. <laughs> But I found that particular incident quite, you know, exhilarating yes. when the governor's wife went to Gov- complain to the governor about this man, and there was a painter cussing all these bad words. And the governor, I guess she thought her husband was going to fire him. Yes. But her husband, who was the governor, said, why did you go in there and trouble the man? You should have left him alone. And just at that point, Mr. Estro came in to hear the governor chastises by putting her in her place as it would be said and he turned on with another onslaught. The lady had to run from wherever she was. Oh, Mr. Estrom. Oh, oh yes. my, my brother. Oh, yes, yes, And yes, then yes. the governor concluded by telling Mr. Estrom, Mr. Estrom, just go on and do your work. <laughs> whatever you're doing. <laughs> and he was back the next day or That's whatever. Normal. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, see, for him, that's his normal. It will be yes, our abnormal. Exactly, exactly, normal, exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, Mr. Esther lived to be 91 years old, according to the... That is correct. Information he was, of God, yeah. yes. 
Uh-huh. And do you know the date no. he died? I got you. I'm one up on you. What, July, what date of July 26, 2000. He was 91 oh, years old. 26, 2000, yes. yeah. Born oh, yeah. November no, 1st, 19, 1908. Now, I knew and, that mm-hmm. he was either cuspal Sagittarian or... Scorpio. I'm not sure which was because he was a person that didn't deal in that per se, but in his talks, people yes. yes. mentioned it in a lot of things. But yes. in other words, he kept things going. There was never a dull oh, yes. moment. Never a dull moment. You know? No. We right. children, my friends and I used to come around and Mr. He was like, like, like Santa Claus has come to town in the middle of the year. We all well, to, to me, to, <laughs> to me, yes, he was like the Pie Piper of Hamlin. Yes, the Pie Piper. They yes. would follow him, yeah, yes, follow him yes, around, yes, you know. Yes, yes. Well, I had, I was limited where I can go, but as long as it was on Main Street, not too far from La Gracia's store, I could stay and listen to Mister Castro <laughs> and his expertise. And that's the or only time I ever he heard was, when it was, or even when he was painted up at uh, the house. The house, so yes. Lindo. Yeah, yes. you know. But yeah. you're right, particularly on Main Street from La oh, Gracia yeah. all the way up or wherever he was. You Mr. Estrell. No, they're like Mr. Estrell. Wow, wow, wow. Interesting. Okay, yeah. well, anything else you want to add about Mr. So Estrell? So our forebearer, as a forebearer yes. of ours, we need to know for our youth and those who come after posterity yes. that that's the kind of person he was yes. and never would hurt a fly. Never and did. That Never did. His particular idiosyncrasy. Yes. But uh, he did what he needed to do, and he got through and did a very good job, par excellence. Yeah. There was another painter, but that's a different story. But yeah, hold person, that for a minute. Yeah. Hold that for a yeah. minute, please. I am glad that I was able to express the my clinical impression. I had nothing to go with other than my memory about Mr. Estro. And the audience need to know about Tourette syndrome because, as you said, there are many people, several people had it and we didn't know. And now that I look back, we probably had more people that had it and we never knew about it because, for one thing, Tourette syndrome wasn't really well known. It was well known in the clinical world, but not here in the Virgin Islands. So and it had a different any, name. Yes. Any idea, any, any guess about what... Uh, what what percentage of the population had it? Oh yes, uh, apparently there was about twenty percent of the people wow, here suffered yeah. from Tourette syndrome, and yeah. one of the things was no attempt was really made to try and help the person yeah. who was so stricken. And yeah. if you went to school and you were discovered to have that, you were laughed at. Yes, you were teased, yes. you felt yes. very inferior, you were ridiculed, and, and, and so you became very introverted. And oh, in some yeah. cases, punish you, right, yeah. uh, because yeah. the teachers would say, say the word, and they would beat you with yeah. a ruler, right? and yes. you would be trying to bring it out, but couldn't get yeah. it out. Couldn't and others out. would laugh at you, they'd laugh at yes. you in the classroom, laugh at you in the playground, laugh yes. at you to school, laugh at you during school, laugh yeah. at you after school. So you are really, in a terrible way, almost victimized. And many students dropped out of school or got could, into fights yeah, because I could imagine. you had to learn to defend yourself. Yes. And, uh, yes. yes. And the other thing was, for those persons who were, well, I wouldn't say well-off, but who had some means, they sent their children away or they kept them at home and homeschooled them. But, of course, mm-hmm. you know, being homeschooled, you were ostracized from society, so to speak. Yes. But that's what that. I could name several persons, but the point is we're focusing on Mr. Ahmadi yeah. Estro. Yes, And then yes. ev- even to the point of the, the name, the name was mispronounced. People say Ami Joe, but it was not yeah. Ami Joe. It was Amadio. Ami Joe. Amadio, Amadio. Amadio. yes. Yeah, Amadio. Yeah, I never, knew, I never knew his first name until just recently, yeah. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's I'm glad that you're able to confirm what I what I was beginning to rec- pull together from my memory. But uh, yeah. the audience, they're, they're, the point I'm making is this: 
we've had several other people who've had disabilities and we didn't handle disabilities very well. We ridiculed people thinking that they're not good, they're not behaving. And when in fact they were having a disorder of some kind, whether it be neurological, physical, or emotional, or even mental. And all we, visual we, or physical. All the you know, all the above. And the all way we handle that is yeah. you either behave or go to church, one or the other. And that was it. And the poor I person kept, Yes. You were kept in the background. Yes. And told not to yes. say anything. Yes. Be quiet yes. was the watchword. Yes. Or behave, yes, exactly. Behavior. Yes. Uh-huh. You re- you remember of course you remember Nesto who lived with us. Of course, very well. Yeah. yeah. Now I didn't know that. And there he was were several others. Yes, that's what I want to say. That's what I wanted to really segue into right now. We'll leave the other gentleman uh, until later. The other guests okay. I want to talk about. But we need to be aware of people have disabilities at different levels and all different types. And we need not to be ridiculing them, laughing at them, or, or bullying them. Because we are all human beings, some more human than others. And I don't mean that in a derogatory term. What I mean is we can't help the way we were born and the limitations we had when we were born. So if a person is not able to speak or enunciate properly, we cannot, we should not, we must not ridicule them and laugh at them. If they're doing the best they can, our job is to help them along the way. Help them along That's the correct. way. Correct. Yes. So I was saying about Nesto. I remember Nesto used to have a very colorful way. He, too, would fly off in a, <clears throat> in, a, in, in, in a second if anybody ridiculed him. And the kids, the, the, the other kids, used to like to come up to him. And I don't remember what they did. It was stomp their feet after him. And, oh, that was said Nesto oh, running mad after them. And, of course. And I guess the boys, boys just like to do that so they could be chased. And, of course, Nesto would never catch them. But he would be cussed along the way. Yeah. They would come yeah. up behind of him, yes. stomp their feet and shout. Yes. And then yes. run up. And poor Nesto would jump. Um, and, and he would, would be, uh, yeah. yeah, he would curve yeah. and try to pursue them. Of yeah. course, as you said, he could never catch them. But yeah. the point was, whatever he had in his hand got spilled oh, yes. or fell, and so yes. that created another problem. Yes. Problem. He was always and he was he, always running errands. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know. yeah. There's another gentleman that I don't remember his name right now. I think it was Buddy, 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 something like that. He would always walk the streets barefooted, but he had a brain that was like an encyclopedia. He could tell you the day of the su- the time of the day by looking at the sun, and would be eighty, ninety percent accurate. Do you remember who that is? Well, of course, his name <laughs> was Albert George. He was, in fact, another town crier, but a silent one, oh, unlike yeah. Mr. Mario Estrell, who would uh-huh. walk and talk. Butty yes. would sit. Butty, yes. Two of his usual sitting places, Butty being short for Albert. Okay. He would sit by the post office. And he would tell you, if you ask him anything, whatever the subject matter was, he yes. had some contribution. And wow. his contribution was esoteric, beyond what the printed word yes. may have been or what you yes. may have learned in the classroom. Yes. He could go beyond that. Wow. And also, he was, in his mind, immaculately dressed. All of the colors may not have matched or may not <laughs> have been what they ought to have been. But he would have on a red something, well-coordinated, <laughs> but he would be well-oiled. And yes. I mean that literally and physically. He would have his skin well-oiled, his yes. hair groomed and yes. brushed, and his kerchief around his neck. And sometimes he didn't have shoes, per se, or didn't wear them. Didn't wear but them. he would always make sure when he put on his trousers that his trousers were a bit higher at the <laughs> ankle than they ought to have been. People would refer to it as high-water breeches. <laughs> but nevertheless, and he would sit and he would talk and people would give him money. And yeah. he had his places where he would go and get something to eat. Yes. And he didn't beg, per se, but if you wanted no. to contribute, you did. 
And no yeah. one really troubled him to go and steal the coins no. or whatever people would give him. But Never he did, did well. He was living in the Down Street area oh, at first. Yes. And then as time has got worse, he moved to Queen Louise home and then oh. later on yes. to the nursing facilities. Yeah. But uh, Albert George is his name. Excellent he, poet, wow. excellent writer, excellent historian, excellent wow. physician. Oh, yes. Butty, they what call a, him. Butty, of what course. About his school, Albert. What about his school days? What school did he attend? You? He attended a school that was known in those days, two of them. Uh-huh. One, Almanda School, that they call Manda School. Manette School, yes. Yeah. And he learned well and taught some of his schoolmates. And when they couldn't get whatever it was, he would recite it. In other words, he came out of the classroom onto the street and became, in essence, a walking encyclopedia. Yeah. Much as I I would say that, uh, like people say, I know, I know. know. That kind of thing. (laughs) He he was very good at it, yes. And uh, he could spell and he could write and he was familiar with the pages of literature and history and mathematics. And he could explain things. And from memory passages, he was unbeatable. Yes. Uh-huh. I remember that we children would stand around him and he would put on, he wouldn't put on a show. It wasn't a show to him. It was serious. No. But for us, it That's was right. a show because world. we would test him. How do you spell so yeah. and so and so? And he would spell it out for us. When did the cat go up the house? Oh, the cat went up the house. And so, so. Why did he go up the house? And he would tell you exactly what's going on. Now, some That's of the correct. Truth, some of the things that we made up weren't real, and he would know they weren't real. So he would correct us. And we were just okay. sitting there in awe because that was our education and comedy right. and entertainment uh-huh. at the same time. Wow, yeah. what, the days, what the days we lived in. One day, amazing. Wow. Some of us went to the library, and other of us went on the street and meet people like Mr. Putty and Mr. Estrell. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know who I'm oh, talking yes. about. There were several other, <laughs> yes, of course. And there were several other persons, you know. Yes. Uh, one of the things back in the day, to use the mm-hmm. contemporary jargon, people okay. were very protective of our the community. For example, yes. Yes. there was another gentleman who was very, very renowned for singing. And he would walk and sing on the street corners, mm-hmm. and he would have a hat, and people would put their coins in there. And nobody bothered to steal the money or to ridicule or anything. And if you had something and you had a little bit more, you gave it to them, and they accepted it. They were not pandering nor uh-huh. begging, but you were out of the goodness of your heart. Yes. Out of them realizing that you know that their condition, you would make the contribution, and so we had several persons like that, more males than females, and um, that was true. But the post office, which is now what we call post office square, as we refer to it, Mm -hmm. that was a common place. The Emancipation Gardens, which is right across the way, was another place. The Rothschild Francis Square or the Market Square. Mm-hmm. was another place. And so, in fact, depending upon what part of town you live, where you live, you congregated or you gravitated to that area where people were. And so it yes. almost became, if one were to extend one's mind, almost became another Athens, Greece, where oh. people like Socrates would sit yes. in the town square and dispense people, of his knowledge yes. and, and that kind of thing. And so yes. people learn. Yeah. Definitely. And one did, of the yes. things people did was when they didn't know if they had a problem for school, how to solve yes. an algebraic equation or something or, or the geometry, class. they would go, go to Buddy and Buddy would do it for yes. them. Yes. The next day yes. they went back into school and they were top of the class. And Buddy would do it without without putting it on paper, too. He would all do it verbally. Oh, yes. He would talk it out to you. And all yes. it was copy as yes. best as you could. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That's amazing. And now, real quickly, before we run out of time, we have about, what, eight minutes left? What about oh, us really? two other gentlemen? Oh. 
Rafi and uh, what's the other one? Rafi and and Ben. I think it's Ben. Yes. Are well, there two or the seven arrows too? Aren't they? All they all are. Both wow. Rafi was Raphael Gomes, originally from Dong Street, but gravitated more toward the Regerin's Garda and uh-huh. the General Garda, which would lead into Savan. Okay. Now Rafi Gomes was from Dong Street by the cemetery in that area. Yeah. Uh, what we call Anna's Fancy. Uh-huh. Uh, no, Agnes Fancy. I'm sorry. Anna's Fancy is in the country. Agnes Fancy and the Demerara okay. area. And Ben is Malone. So when you go oh. to Savant and you see the Malone Center, uh-huh. that was Ben's brother after whom oh. his name. His name was Benjamin Malone. And mm. he went to the service and he was uh-huh. afflicted service by what we call shell shock or what is oh. the name that we refer to it and you were in the service what is the name we refer to persons in the military letters letters begins with a p and end with a d ptsd uh-huh. yes uh-huh post-traumatic yes. Stress, traumatic stress disorder, disorder. yes disorder. exactly so there were and yes. so that was ben's but ben could do math and could count oh yes and Knew his. As yeah. a matter of fact, Mr. Oliver Kirkitup at one time had him mm-hmm. employed in the bakery, and Ben could sell bread and make change for wow. all those ladies on the counter. Shoot. And he could keep in his mind who yeah. gave what amount of money for how much <laughs> bread and what the change should be, and he was on I mean, he was good. Oh, yeah. Wow. God gives oh, us talent is. in many ways. Yes, in many oh, ways. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I'm so glad you could share that with us, man. Yeah, that's our history. Uh-huh. We need to be proud of it. Uh, and Raphael days- too. Raphael yes. comes because a lot of girls or young ladies who today or back then were prima donnas were uh-huh. not as bright as Rafi was. And uh-huh. when no one was looking, they would go to Rafi and ask him what was the question. And everyone wanted to sit by him in the classroom <laughs> so you can do some eyeballing, <laughs> eyeballing on the paper. And you do some what's called rubbernecking, stretching. Oh, my gosh. Oh and that kind of gosh. thing. Yeah. yeah. The stories are replete. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you could share them with us and we have them here and they're recorded. That's great for posterity, yes. Now, what is it that, that either Ben or Rafi, I don't remember which one, used to react to? And again, boys would tease them, particularly boys, would tease them and they would react. Uh, was it um, stomping the feet again? I, I don't remember if that was Nestor only or what. But something that. That was primarily Nestor, but in ben. the case of Ben, they would do uh-huh. a similar thing too. But uh-huh. Ben was associated with. World War Two and the Japanese War, uh, they would say to him, run up behind of him, yes. say to him, Ben, Ben, the Japs are coming. Oh, and he would retort no. by saying, coming in yes. your expertise, yes, 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 masters yes, of yes. science, and I don't yes. mean masters of science. I know, I know, I know. Coming in your masters yes. of science. So yes. that was Ben. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is good that we have a chance to chat about Anton that. Joe. Uh, excuse me? My sister is saying Nanton Joe. Oh. He was a musician, and we oh, also had Lizzie guy. the Horse, a oh. female Lizzie the Horse. We oh. also had uh, a number of persons, colorful characters. Oh, but they I all didn't know gravitated, him. They all yeah. gravitated to the artistic area of St. Thomas. Savan oh. was... Yeah and still is to a large extent, is to St. Thomas as Harlem was to New York City and the Harlem Renaissance. Our artisans, our craftsmen, our professional people, our learned people, and persons who came out of that area. So Nandan Joe, Ben Malone, Rafi Gums, and I could go on and name some others as well. Lizzie, they all Uh were there so... Our characters were very colorful, always respectful, but they've yeah. fallen in hard times due to some yes. conditions. Yes. Well, I was close enough to Savant, but not, 
I was close to Savant, but not close enough to get the, that, that kind of knowledge they had. My well, knowledge you were was on the, the periphery of Savant <laughs> on the hill. Yeah, yeah. I know okay. I was on the periphery. My knowledge was to try and do what the other guys were doing. I'll make a homemade card like they did, but stupid me didn't know how to do the bricks. So I would come down the hill without bricks, <laughs> and the cars coming. Yeah, oh, no, I, well, put, I don't. I won't say you were stupid. You yeah, just okay, lacked okay. the knowledge at the time. I lacked the knowledge. Okay. <laughs> okay. But the point is. I learned from experience. I learned if you're because going down the hill. Because the car Yes, exactly. Not only that, did I it do. overturn, but it would tumble. The car and I would tumble, and we would do a waltz down, down the hill, and I would walk I'd over. And up in the little, little rivulet <laughs> called the little gutter. The little gutter, exactly. Many a day, many a day. Oh, but yeah. that was all part of being a boy, being a young man. <laughs> Yes, growing up, experiencing things, exploring your neighborhood. Neighborhood, exactly. The neighborhood was my playground, and I'm grateful for that because I've learned so many things from our neighborhood. I learned about the lady, right? Yeah. Right on that same corner, uh, halfway up where the the lodge is, where the lodge meets uh, Fivon Hill, there was a lady there used to sell specials. We used to run there with our pennies or nickels or whatever it was. I think you could buy a special for five cents. A little cup. That's correct. Three ounce, in a cup. A three ounce cup, yes. And we thought it was the best thing going at the time. And then yes. we, had the, we had in the Petersville Inn property, there was a dead end right there uh-huh. at, the, at the corner. Climb up uh-huh. the trees and eat naps for days. I mean, eat naps and throw the shells on the ground. But they had nowhere else to go. I mean, it wasn't going to the street. It was just there. Uh-huh. It would it would re um, re whatever it is it does the process the biological process will reprocess into the ground. Oh, of so course, it was, recycle, recycle into the ground, replenish the soil. Yes, because exactly. The, the covering of the Gennep seed yes. would be food for the yes. other plants that will be coming. Yes, exactly. Also, in that area. Just the other day, one of the persons by the name of Mr. Amos Peters mm-hmm. lived up right there, because that was just up the hill from me, uh-huh. Amos Peters. He passed oh, away. Yes. He was a, yes. a union leader of SIU. Oh, yes, yes, the he Peters family. Yeah, okay. yes, the Peters family right family. there. Yes, that was a large That's family. That's right, right. That's what that I'm area. talking about. That same, yes, exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. That tree. Yeah. They're, they're that trees. Tree. Well, there were yes, two yes. gennep trees in that yard. One oh, was really? sweeter than the other. Yeah, oh, right in that okay. yard. Okay. Tree, yeah. And just gennep- behind them, that would be the lodge. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, well. We went down memory lane today. We start off on one thing and we develop along the way. Those were the days here in the Virgin Islands. And there still are uh-huh. days like that, but not as many as there were when we were growing up. Those Today we were have, some of the days when we can reflect and say yes. everyone looked out for everyone. For each other. The exactly. entire village yes. reared the yes. child. Each other. And so yes. even if you were not in your mother's yard or where you were supposed to be, your mother knew within exactly. a certain radius of operation yes. you would be found and you were yes. safe because whomever was there, whoever would be around, they looked yes. out for each, for each other's other, child yeah. and yeah. each other. So therefore, we were all protected. And yeah. each parent had yes. as much authority over yes. this other child of another parent because yes. they would say, if you did something and hey, you mama not. <laughs> allow, oh yes, yeah, your yeah. mother would yeah. you come home to me and your mother would give you another Another lesson. Another yes, and but here's here's the other point that's equally as important. Your mother would turn to the adult who came to complain you and say to the adult, "Well, Mr. Gibbs, what did you do? You didn't hit him. You didn't lash him. You didn't beat him. Well, you were very wrong. Well, I'm going to give him some now for what you didn't give him, and I'm going to give him some of my own. So you got a double dose. Doc, I got to cut you off there. We just. 30 seconds left. Well, okay, let's thank well. you very much for all of that. Well, it was great. We'll have to do that again sometime. Next week. Yeah. Don't we'll, forget we'll to change. get the thing, the printed 
part? Yes, I will. Ah, okay, Next week we have to change the time because I'll be on Hassle Island as a cleanup on Hassle Island next Saturday from 8 to noon. And I won't be no back problem. in time. So I just want no the audience to know we will change the time. We'll let you know on Facebook. So, Doc, very thank well. you very much for being here. That was really good going down memory lane. And we thank You're you for that, welcome. folks. We forgot to give you the calling number, but watch on Facebook. So long for now, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. <laughs> 